News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Minister for Justice Helen McEntee, good morning to you. Good morning. Hi, Kira. Uh, firstly, can you give us uh, an overview of your reaction to yesterday's events, please? Well, I think here of what we should first and foremost be thinking about are the really small um, school children, innocent school children who were brutally attacked yesterday, their teacher or their carer who was with them, um, some of whom are still in hospital and in a very very serious condition um, and the most important thing is that they are and their families are and their communities are supported in whatever way possible and I just, my thoughts are with them and have been with them all night um, and I really hope that they make a full recovery. This is a truly appalling act to happen on our streets um, and I think it shocked everybody and uh, the most important thing here now is that we can support people and that we can respond but also that the Gardaí have apprehended somebody, they have a definite line of inquiry, there's not anybody else that they're looking for and that this person that is responsible is brought to justice, is held accountable and it's important that that happens but above all that these that these children, that this uh, woman that they pulled through and, and my thoughts are really with them. Yeah. What we saw unfold later on in the day, I, I cannot condemn this enough. This was a group of people who used what was an awful act of violence earlier on in the day as an excuse and that's all it was as an excuse to wreak havoc to conduct criminal acts to loose to be violent to assault members of Angarda Shia Khan and to wreak havoc in our city and they should be treated as what they are and that is criminals there have been a number of arrests happened already over 30 arrests 34 to be exact the vast majority of those will be before the courts today. And I have no doubt in the coming hours and the coming days as Gardaí troll CCTV as they go through the facts that they have, there will be many, many more arrests and people will be arrested. And I have no doubt and I hope people will be put in jail for this because this was a despicable scene to see unfold when our focus should have been at all times on these poor children and on their teacher. Yeah, and I think, in fairness to you, well said on all of that front. I would think most people would hope that people would be put in jail for this and that there should be no question that people wouldn't be put in jail for this. Can I ask you firstly though, how much of this was was the so-called far-right faction uh, taken to the streets and how much of this was opportunistic thuggery, uh, young, disaffected lads just kind of going, oh, there's a bit of trouble, let's join in because it seems to me uh, much of it was, was, was the latter. Well, look here, the Gardaí will obviously have a, a lot more of these facts. What's clear and what I know is that um, there was certainly a far-right fraction there um, and this was then used as an opportunity by, as you say, just thugs and criminals who wanted to come in and to cause havoc and to wreak destruction. But we see this time and time again where certain groups or individuals either form peaceful protests or are part of peaceful protests but use those protests to then stir hatred and to cause further havoc. Now yesterday is a scene that we have not seen and I certainly have not seen before. I know we've seen it in in many years gone past but we have not seen the scenes of this before and this escalated very quickly. This was an opportunistic moment for thugs and criminals as you say to take a really 
difficult and challenging situation and turn it into something else. And I don't think they should be given, uh, you know, any discussion around immigration, any discussion around the, the acts of violence earlier on in the day. They shouldn't be given that oxygen okay. to even be in the same conversation. We, we, we've heard that, that there were Gardaí assault. We've heard there was 400 Gardaí, excuse me, on the streets. And we have heard that uh, 34 people are arrested. So so we, we know the sort of the... the, the magnitude of, of what happened. What time were, were the public order uh, uh, unit, what time were they de- deployed at? They were deployed early on in the evening. Uh, what became apparent in the early evening was that there was a small group of people who were intent on trying to break the Gardaí's border, uh, border or um, barrier uh, around the crime scene where uh, these assaults took place earlier on in the day. So Gardaí responded at that time. The public order unit were brought in in the early evening. And as the situation escalated, more and more members were brought in, not just from within the Dublin metropolitan region, but outside of the county as well. Members from other public order units and frontline Gardaí were brought in to respond. This was obviously a very challenging and agile situation but I have to commend the Gardaí while it was horrific to see our main thoroughfare, our city centre with buses alight uh, and with people looting, this was contained by our members for the most part in a very small area while there were small pockets which escalated Uh, elsewhere, the Gardaí responded and responded with force. I asked you for a reason what time were they deployed at because you know I was watching this unfold myself on social media and from almost Instantly after the reports of the stabbing first appeared, you could see tensions escalate in Dublin. You could see calls on social media for basically rioting, lawlessness, people to gather. We spoke to Gary Gannon of the Social Democrats, a local TD earlier on this programme, and he said it was very obvious in the local community from about three o'clock that this was all going to kick off. Why was the social uh, or the, the public order unit only deployed in the early evening when I mean, we've seen these kinds of things happen outside the Dáil as well. It was kind of obvious, Minister, that we were heading for trouble. Surely that should have been sort of a a button pushed much earlier in the day. Well, look, apologies. I I don't have an exact time. What I know is they were deployed early on uh, in all of this. So I I don't have an exact time and say early evening. My understanding is that as the crowds gathered and as this, I suppose the vitriol and the violence and the abuse that was being hurled at the Gardaí started to escalate very soon after this public order unit was deployed. But also there was concern, as I think, um, you know, we have seen incidents happen in the past, members brought to my attention, the concern that was being felt within the community. So it was important for Gardaí not just to be in our city centre, but to make sure that nothing escalated in any other area, be it in the city centre or across the city. So there was a significant number of Gardaí deployed, not just in the city centre, but right across the city to make sure that people felt safe and that they were kept safe. But in our city centre, the public order units were deployed uh, early on, as I said, I apologise, I don't have the exact time, okay. but I know it was early uh, on. And a lot of people would say, we, we spoke to Adrian Weckler, we've we spoken to Gary Gannon, we've spoken to many people who, who were there and had a presence on the street yesterday, that the significant Gardaí presence was not seen on the streets till early evening, but that this had started, that a crowd had gathered already on Parnell Square from 2 to 3 p.m., so, so that, there, that there was a, a, a lag there on, on the part of the Gardaí. But can I ask you something else? We're getting texts this morning from um, people who, who live in the North Inner City, from people who work in the North Inner City and people who, who have businesses in the North Inner City. And one of them says the North Inner City has been neglected, dangerous. Staff in our premises have been attacked number, numerous times and that this has been coming for a long time, that neglect and deprivation and a lack of policing in the area, in Dublin 1 in particular, that there is a continuum here that has allowed 
low level social disorder to persist and be a problem in the area. And this is just an escalation of same and that lawlessness and that is um, your bailiwick minister, that lawlessness is part now of the culture of Dublin One. What do you say to that? Well, firstly, can I just say what happened last night is in itself a completely, this is not something that we see normally. This is an advanced, a situation that was taken advantage of and where a group of thugs and criminals were intent on sowing division among our community. I am well aware that there are challenges in our city centre and that there are challenges elsewhere. And I have for the last number of months not just engaged with people on the ground in Dublin. I've been in Cork, I've been in Limerick, I've been in Galway, I've been in my own county, I've been engaging with retailers, members of the community to see what more I can do in terms of responding to issues that retailers have and to issues that communities have around antisocial behaviour. We've made significant changes only in the last number of weeks around increasing penalties for assault, increasing penalties for assaulting a member from Garda Siakana. We have body-worn cameras legislation coming in literally in a matter of days. We have changes to CCTV footage to allow Garda to have more tools available to them to respond. And whatever else is needed, be it in terms of pests, be it in terms of offences that are happening in our shops, I will respond and I'm working on that at the moment. But it's really important that we don't conflate that with what has happened tonight. This was a vicious group of pugs who were intent on creating havoc in our city and they will be responded to accordingly. And I cannot stress enough, there are very strong laws there that will allow the courts maximum sentences up to 10 years and 12 years for assaulting a member from Garda okay. Siakana. Uh, and there is evidence there, and Garda will continue to gather evidence throughout the days, be it from CCTV footage or other footage, because we know there was a lot taken yesterday to make sure that these people are held responsible. But there are challenges, of course, and, and I will work with the communities on the ground, as will all of my colleagues, to respond Minister. to the issues that, that, that they raise with us. Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. Now, let's bring this back to what is really important this morning, the welfare of a young child in Syria condition in hospital. Conor Gallagher, crime correspondent with the Irish Times. Uh, have we any further updates on, on how that young child is doing? Um, only that we can say that she remains in a, a very, very serious uh, condition. We got an update there from the Garda Commissioner Drew Harris this morning, obviously on the violence yesterday, but also on the, the condition of the um, the victims, that young girl, a five-year-old girl, suffered um, injuries, I understand, to her neck, stab injuries. These are obviously incredibly serious. Um, she underwent emergency surgery in, in Temple Street yesterday, and she remains in a critical condition um, today. Uh, um, in terms of the other victims, there's two other children who were injured. One, um, a six-year-old girl received quite serious but not life-threatening head injuries, and, and she's due to undergo surgery. Uh, a five-year-old boy also received injuries, and it's almost that he's been released from hospital. Uh, they were being treated in, in Crumlin uh, Children's Hospital. And the two adults who were injured... Um, it's the, the 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 female, the woman who was a carer for one of the children, and who seemed to have intervened and 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 and, and, and probably saved lives. She remains in a serious condition as well. Uh, while um, a gentleman has suffered less serious injuries, um, in terms of the the suspect. He also remains in hospital under armed guard. He suffered injuries. It appears some of them might have been self-inflicted and some of them might have uh, been inflicted while uh, he was restrained by okay. members of the public. Um, 
so that is the situation this evening or this morning. Conor Gallagher, crime correspondent with the Irish Times. Thank you indeed for that update. Now we have a competition winner this morning on News Talk Breakfast as well. Congratulations to Martina Henley. You have won an iPhone 15 with thanks to Harvey Norman. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.